How's it going, everybody? This is Chuck Nasty. This is Whitman. And that must mean one thing, one thing only. You are listening to another episode of Romero Pictures, Any Brigade, presents Nasty Nation's Graveyard Talk. Um, it's been a minute. Um, been a couple of weeks. Shit's been hectic. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Like a lot of people, it seems that like at the same moment, everybody's life just went boom. There's no time for shit. Because everybody, that's just how it just seemed like, because me yeah, and you man. couldn't get things like in order. For one way or the other, I would be good to go, or you wouldn't, or vice versa, man. Yeah, this, it's been... Life it's been happens. Yeah. Life happens, and this year, life is definitely Whew. happening. 2020. To, to the point where it doesn't seem like reality, which is really weird. It's waiting for the murder hornets. Let's just keep it going, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, we decided that we needed to get on the ball and figure out a night to do this show, because we needed, I guess, a return show. We just say that, <laughs> that get back to some kind of normal. Yeah, um, but uh, what, what you've been doing a lot of your your photography and stuff? Not, and, not as much as I want to. I mean, I've been editing a lot of stuff, uh, you know, old pic stuff, but I haven't been out, you know, shooting anything. But yeah, just trying to get some stuff done with that, and just family stuff's been going on, and some friends have been having some rough times, and yeah, it's been uh, truth been, been a bunch of shit, man. I'm glad some of that stuff's behind. For sure. Yeah, but, definitely. Um, but yeah, so we've been, we've had shit we've had going on. I've been having some shit going on as well. Pretty much everything he just named in just different ways. <laughs> yeah. Um, as many of you could probably relate to. So anyway, welcome back to the show. Yeah. Glad and, you're with us. Yeah. And, uh, and I hope this will be a good discussion tonight. A couple different ideas we're running with. And one that kind of popped in my head was, uh, well, let's do like horror movies that are based on... Uh, Real occurrences, like you know, maybe not. Maybe doesn't really mean that everything in it is real stuff that happened, but based the idea, on true events or uh, you know, yeah, some sort of yeah, some kind reality, of reality, reality behind it, yeah, realness. I don't know, whatever word fits right there. Um, so that's what we decided to do. Is uh, we each came up with a list of five, as well as we have uh, uh, each of us have picked out a uh, honorable mention. They didn't make the top five list, uh, but we'll get into that at the end um, of the program. <laughs> uh, so I guess what we'll do is we'll go um, back and forth. I'll yeah. read off my one, your one. Let's let's cover the the one that we both. You we read only, my mind. We only had yeah. one um, overlap between us, and so we're going to cover that one first, which is uh, the original Amityville. Yes, the uh, the nineteen seventy nine. Uh, flick that uh man honestly it's 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 one of the creepiest fucking movies um and it's uh it's one of my favorite like i think it's the ultimate haunted house movie as right. well but what this this film it was creepy about this film um is that it's based on an actual situation where uh, a family um the oh what was the the family moved in Totally drawn a fucking blade. Yeah, man. man. I don't know. But the DeFeos were the ones <laughs> yeah. that that the, the son ended up murdering the whole family. That's the only name I could think of. I was like, nah, it's not the ones that moved in. I, it's right, it's right yeah. there, but like it just totally slipped my fucking mind. Lutzes, the Lutzes. There you go. The Lutzes moved in yep. and apparently a bunch of crazy shit happened. Um you know, lights turn off and on and voices saying get out and apparently stuff, you know, oozing from the walls and things like Who that. Who knows? I mean, you know it's... Right. And the thing about it is, is the story itself, um, although everything in it's pretty crazy, the actual situation, um, not including just how tragic the murders were in it and stuff, but there's been some stuff where people have said the Lutzes were wrong, like they lied. Yeah, as I'll say, there's, you know, it's been things where like the, the haunted part, the, the creepiness part has been kind of debunked maybe or this or that, but the fact that the murders happened there right. is still a, I mean... That's Still a, a big that's deal. a case. That's a you know it's a it's real. Yeah. So and plus the idea, I mean, like, because have you ever read the Amityville book? No. Um, what you read in the in the book and what's you know on the movie, they're pretty similar, and it's pretty entertaining and all that. But like I said, some of the shit in it doesn't happen. But it's kind of cool the idea of being able to see the possibility, the idea of what this might have happened. Oh, right. You know, right. I mean, for all we know, this family was fucking cursed and nobody else that moved in there had any fucking problems. With yeah, them. there's all, all kinds of uh, things that could have been, you know. Right. And, 
You know, of course, there was a remake also, which I enjoy the remake. But well, there's a oh, there's a, a plethora. plethora. Ah. Oh shit! <laughs> of uh, of Not sequels, playing. right? And uh, some of them were good, some of them were trash. But the original is the one where you know, the and then the remake is a direct, right. you know. And it's and going going into the uh, further into the uh, horror movies based on real events stuff. Yeah. This one stands out. What well, everybody knows it. Everybody knows those windows in the house. Like everybody's seen at least. The references and all that, you know, it's a very well known, yeah, you know, that gets talked about. Where, where, so. where would you, where would you put on? Uh, I don't know. Were we doing stars or skulls or whatever? Decide <laughs> tombstones. Tombstones. Talk, right? Yeah, yeah. Tombstones. <laughs> How many tombstones would you give uh, the original Amityville Horror? Okay, we'll say of a possible five. Right, we'll keep it simple. All right. <sighs> I'm not like a crazy fan of it, but it's a pretty entertaining, good horror movie. Not basing on how real, but just yeah, how right. entertaining the movie is. Yeah. I'm going to give it a three. Okay. Right. So it's, it's middle of the road or better. Yeah. But I think just my own prejudice, I don't, I don't care a whole lot for it, but it's a good flick. I'd probably. It's worth watching for sure. Oh, definitely. I, I would even say three and a half or four. Okay, if we can do halves, I'll give it a three and a half. Okay. If we can do half tombstones. Broken tombstones. Right. I'll give it a four, just for the simple fact that it's a, it was a movie that, that always stood out growing up, but it was oh, always yeah. the first thing that I always thought of when it came yeah. to like that creepy house, you know, down the street or yeah. whatever, you know. Oh, it's iconic. It. I mean, my stepmom, I think probably was the first one, or maybe uh, my friend's mom. I don't know. Some, I mean, when I was real young. You know, made me watch Amityville. You're like, oh, you're like these, you know. Yeah. It's one of the first uh, haunted house movies or, you know, kind the of. Most iconic kind of, one. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Uh, all right. So he gave it a three and a, a three half. Three and a half. Yeah, I'll give it that. And uh, I give it a four. So what's, right. uh, what's next on uh, your list? All right. My list, uh, we'll go with The Conjuring. Okay. The, the Ed and Eileen. Ed and Irene. Irene, yeah. All right. The Warrens. Lorraine. Ed and Lorraine. Ed and Lorraine. Ed and yeah. Lorraine. God, Man. what the Oof. fuck? You were like turning into an 80s song there. <laughs> yes. uh, I really dig The Conjuring. I don't, I mean, I know they all say they're, you know, Annabelle, the whole, this whole universe is, right. you know, and I, I don't get on with the Annabelle movies. I just don't care for them. I, yeah. I've only watched the first one and it was not enough to make me want to watch the other ones. I hated that movie, It dude. just, it was not good and, uh, I don't know. Maybe I don't like dolls, and I don't like Chucky either. So maybe there's something with that. But I just didn't think the Annabelle movies were that good. You know, they're just not well written or something. I don't know. But I think the Conjuring movies are really good. Yeah. So maybe it's just the actors or whatever. But I think, uh, and it's at least based on. I mean, those are real people. Regardless of if you believe what they're doing, it's it's always going to be this case where what they're doing is it a sham? Is some of this stuff real? Right. Some of the, I believe what you want to read their cases, do whatever with those things. But it, but this is based on at least what they did at the time. I mean, they traveled right. around people's houses. They were ghost hunters, exorcists, investigators, whatever. They're uh, a little bit of everything. Yeah, it was like, just like a paranormal investigator or whatever it encompasses that back in the day. But yeah, you know, so it at least kind of, and the movie is shot. To portray that, I mean, it has the look of an older movie, like mm-hmm. a 70s, 80s feel to like this, the texts on the walls and the, yeah. they kept their clothes right and all that stuff. So it's, it's an entertaining movie for a kid that grew up in the 80s. Yeah. You know, I'm like, oh yeah, I remember seeing stuff like that, you yeah. know, or whatever. So you kind of, you can put yourself back to seeing Ed and Irene or whatever, whatever name Ed was. And Lorraine. Lorraine, yeah. Ed, where are you getting the Irene I don't know, from? man. I don't know. Ed and Lorraine. Ed Sorry, anyway. Lorraine. Uh, <laughs> You know, but you can kind of see them driving around them, you know, doing this stuff. And and the movie is enjoyable. Like I said, who knows how real any yeah. of this stuff has been for them. And, uh, you know, but at least it is based on real people that were doing doing that shit. So, and I really like it, but. I, I, I enjoy it. Uh, it's like you said, there's, there's this, there was this whole Conjuring universe. Yeah. Now there is anyway. Uh, yeah. yeah, and you mentioned Annabelle just because we'll we'll talk about it, you know because that's that's based on true shit too, supposedly, right? Whatever. Supposedly, yeah. But, but that movie they was, have her in the case or whatever. And see, I was told that the second one was better than the first one. Doesn't really say much to me. Uh, well, I mean, uh, but there's some because like also when that movie came out, there was a lot of like 
of the same type of movies that were coming out. What was it? Dead Silence. Dead Silence. Uh, I like Dead Silence. But I just, I don't know, man. I don't like that movie either. And I'm a it, Child's Play fan. I like Chucky well, movies. Well, and like, I'm like Dolls and Mannequins kind of freak me out. So I watch these movies to try to get kind of weirded out. And most of the time they're just not, they don't, they don't yeah. even get that. So I don't know, man. I, maybe I'm just too prejudiced against Dolls. I just, I just fucking tired of it. I mean, seriously, because, I mean, there's, there's like, what, four or five Annabelle movies. Man, there's a, yeah. There's a bunch of rip-off movies like Robert, which is horrible, horrible shit. Um, all these little doll movies that came out that yeah, you can find man. for a dollar at the dollar store <laughs> movies. You know what I mean? Um, not good at all. Netflix uh, is piled up with them, probably. Yeah, so, so, so talk about The Conjuring, though. How many tombstones would you give that? To me, The Conjuring, I really dig The Conjuring. Uh... Yeah, it's getting a four for me. It's not the best, but I'm gonna give it a four. I really like the actor that plays Ed. I can't remember his name right now, but they did. That's what I was gonna say. I can't, I can't remember his name. Either. He's been all kinds of shit. Ed and Lorraine. Ed and Lorraine. Yeah. They both. Uh, the casting on that is just spot on. Like I really just dig them as a pair, and I think they uh, they carry the movie. Of course, I think, to, but they kind of look like them too. Yeah, I mean, they cast everything right. Like the they can make them look older. You know, I mean. Yeah, back in time, not older as a person, but you know. Yeah, and uh, I yeah, I dig it. I think it's a four for me. I uh, I think that I'll actually go uh, with your your answer. I probably said four on that one. It's a very well made movie. It's well acted. Um, I'm curious about whenever the third one's going to come out. Yeah, and the second one's not bad. The first one is the best to me, but the second one, the second one's good too. Yeah. It's worth a watch. And uh, yeah, they're talking this third one, so <coughs> we'll see if it keeps up. And yeah. Or what else they might put in the Conjuring universe. Yeah. You know, they might take one of their other cases or just somebody, in, I don't know. I think they're supposed to. Here, I think they're, supposed, they're yeah. actually supposed to do a bunch of other shit that had to do with their cases and shit. Yeah. Pretty interesting life. Yeah, exactly. That's what interests me. Like, when you watch this movie, you think about those people's lives, you know, and then like... Yeah. I mean, I don't know. How cool of a, of a gig would that be? You know? I mean, but yeah. It's like not like you're getting paid piles of money, but... They, they they made their livings, you know. Yeah, at least but they also return, in the I mean, time that they were doing shit, it wasn't like now we got ghost adventures and ghost hunters. Everybody and people doing that kind of shit can, yeah. if they're crazy, right? You know, and they had to go through a lot of shit to fight oh, for absolutely. what they you know yeah. what they see was true. If it wouldn't have been for them, there wouldn't be shows like Ghost Hunters and all these like ridiculous shows. Oh yeah, TV, you know because they kind of pioneered the idea of like yeah you know. They've been they've been a part of some really crazy cases. Yeah, I mean some really crazy ones. Uh, all right, so we each gave that a four. Yeah. So uh, my my second one on my list is uh, a favorite of both of ours. We won't talk much about it just because we've talked about it a bunch. But you know, uh, the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh yeah, from nineteen seventy four. You can't talk about it too much because we got the franchise. We, to cover. We, have, we have the franchise to cover, so we we can't really go too crazy. But it's been on other lists. Yeah. Um, so it's obvious that we're we're fans. Of course, Leatherface uh, killing a bunch of teenagers. We'll just put it that uh, fucked up family that they're cannibals. All right, there you go. And the idea for this movie came from the idea of okay, what would a whole family of Ed Geins? Ed Gein yeah. being as I say, Leatherface himself is based on uh, Ed Gein. So you take a whole family of those fuckers. And then... Yeah. A lot of people I remember. <sighs> I remember having to argue with people at one time, trying to get them to realize there wasn't an actual family. Yeah. Oh, man, I've had this conversation with people. And Leatherface isn't real, but right. there was a guy that did similar shit. Right. That, you know, they don't just understand this. He so cut you, people's skin off and, you know, wore them around and things and like that. And he's seen as a serial killer, but... He's actually a grave robber. He's, he's a grave robber. He killed <laughs> two people. And mutilated that, 15 corpses. I guess past the first one, you're technically a serial killer, but, you know, oh, Gene got a bad rap, I think, on that. Because he's, I mean, like I said, he killed two people. Yeah. But but I like Gene. I'm a Gene uh, he, he is a fan, uh, I guess. I don't know if you want to be a fan, but. But he's inspired so many, which have also made it on this list, and we'll discuss in just a minute. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, the, the idea that there was a family of Ed Gein's, and, you know, they wreaked havoc on, on this whole group of teenagers, all this shit. But Ed Gein, of course, only killed two people. Uh, he did make bodies or clothes and furniture and stuff out of, like, body parts. Yeah, the whole idea of Leatherface, you know, wearing this other person's face, 
Gene did that. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, that's basically about the only connection. I mean, he wasn't a big dude like Leatherface is. Right. He didn't saw people with chainsaws. Like, you know, Toby Hooper just was like, well, this will be cool, you know? But yeah. the idea is uh, of a game, you know, from Ed Gein. Yeah. Uh, it makes it to the list because also my, my, my list um, have also reflects, like, certain films that stick out with me as well as I see like they you know they're they're creepy they creep there's something about it that creep me out right you know it made me feel a certain way uh, that's why they, they're on this list and Texas Chainsaw Massacre also you know it makes me feel a certain way I love that fucking movie and oh yeah man you know and if it, if it can be on the list it's gonna be on the list what it shows I mean we're gonna talk about the franchise in depth you know but it shows just how <clears throat> um, iconic or prevalent Chainsaw is in the horror realm like how many yeah. different lists it's on of like top this or top that or you know most crazy or most intense whatever the whatever the list is yeah chainsaw is on there on all kinds of these lists so i mean you guys are just going to keep hearing that because it's one of the best horror movies that's ever, ever been, been made. made yeah so you know yeah definitely <laughs> so we went we're, with we, all, on, on on with the next I don't think I mean, well, you know, but, okay, chainsaw is uh, how many? Uh, oh, how many, how many? fucking five, man! He's tattooed right, on my chest, dude. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Obviously, we both give five tombstones for the original Texas. Yeah, chainsaw hands down. Uh, let's see here. Um, I'll read off one of mine now. Yeah, man. Whatever. We're on our number threes. Uh, mine, I did 2008's The Strangers. Right, uh, I got some issues with this. Man. All right, that's hey, that's fine, man. That's fine, but the. The thing is, this is another one of those films, like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, where it's not based on mm-hmm. a on a single, single situation. Event. Yeah, um, it's based around a whole bunch of situations. <laughs> like, well, because the there, there have been cases, you know, these. Yeah, and even the the, the masks mm-hmm. was a uh, like these people that stalk these people in a. Yeah, you know it. So it's loosely based on you know it's a handful of kind of these stalker. Kind of the main the main thing know, that I always read was that like the Manson family, well, and that whole kind of shit, right? Like was an influence for it. That's where the idea came from. You know, the uh, the whole clan, I guess. Yeah. And it's like, what if these are like the people? Like, there's three of the members of the Manson family that you didn't know about, or something. You well, know what right. I mean? And uh, I always liked it. It creeped me out. I remember seeing it in the theaters, um, and I saw it with a friend of mine. And after it was out, after we were out of it, it just, we couldn't stop thinking about it. It was like, man, that was like a creepy fucking movie. Yeah. That one, that's another reason why I made the list is the fact that it definitely made me feel like how you're supposed to feel in certain situations when you watch a horror movie like that. Yeah. Because it was very serious. Yeah, that's why I liked it. I didn't like it on the first run, the very first time I watched it, but... I think I was just distracted or it wasn't, I don't know. I didn't give it a shot really, but, uh, yeah. I like it now. Yeah. Know? It's well, I mean, I've got, I've got a right. poster on my, on my wall, the little mini poster. Um, it's one that I really enjoyed. The story of it is, um, a couple, they went to dinner. Um, they were staying at, I guess their parents' house where they were gone or something like that. the, the boyfriend's parents, I guess it was, or something, or they're, it's like they're like vacation home or some shit. And there, he had this whole big night planned and it's ruined when he tried to propose to her and, uh, the girlfriend declines. And it's this whole dense, like tension, like mood. The first, like half of the, like first part yeah. of this movie. Yeah. Um, before the bad shit starts. And well, because you know the tensions, like you yeah. feel the tension building, yeah, you know, from <laughs> from the start. Um, yeah, no, it's there, there's you know, it, the, the kind of moral that you get out of it is kind of like you know, I don't know, there, there's some kind of moral into it because it's like they're 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 throwing something away, or there's, there's a whole different thing because you know, she's not wanting to marry him, he wants to marry her, and it's like, fuck, you know. Damn it. So now they're both, you know, he's pissed off. She doesn't want to be pissed off. And it takes like complete tragedy and horror to, uh, to make them realize that, you know, I don't know, whatever they need to realize about the relationship. Maybe she ain't that bad or maybe she yeah. can be repaired or, you know. Yeah. Uh, although it was a very well-made movie. Um, it, it, 
had scenes that made me feel uncomfortable as fuck. <laughs> um, and also, I think we talked about this, the uh, the Merle Haggard song that plays through it, Mama yeah, Tried. I, I love that that plays through. Oh, yeah. I'm, goes a, I'm a Haggard repeat. fan. And, and, yeah. And, uh, I'll, I don't know. I keep talking about it. I love when, when they match just music or a score up that's just maybe not what you expected, but it hits perfect. Yeah. You know, and it Mama Tried did. It was just like, oh, man. Yeah. Like, that's... Uh, it's it's got some 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 interesting scenes in it, and the thing is the the killers in this film they pretty much just stalk and they just they could kill these people any time yeah but they play with them yeah you know uh, like a predator playing with its food you know cat and mouse type shit you know yeah uh, but that one that one for me I I really enjoy it so I I, uh, I give it a four when it comes to tombstones how do you feel about it uh. I'd give that one a three and a half. I think it's good, but I don't know. It's, uh, I don't know. Right. That's just where I'm at on it. All I right. mean, okay. It's better than the second one. Uh, the second one's rough. Yeah. And, uh, oh, shout bad. out to Dan. My cousin was in it for like three seconds, uh, at some point. And, uh, <laughs> but other than that, I don't know. I, I, you know. yeah. The second one, uh, yeah, you'll never hear me say anything really good about it because it no. takes away from what the original was. Yeah, yeah. It's so. not that the second one's necessarily a bad movie. It just it pulls away from the first one. Like it, it, right? You know, to have them connected, just call this one something else. Like, don't connect it to the strangers. Just yeah, right. make another horror movie, do something different. You know, but whatever. Well, considering the fact that when the second one came out, it was uh, it was on YouTube for free in good condition and everything for like a week or two. And uh, it's no, the, the original Strangers. Yeah, it's a good one. Give it a watch. What's uh, what's your number three? All right. Well, I didn't put mine necessarily in order, but uh, it's another one inspired by old Eddie Gein, which is Psycho. Mm. Right, because uh, they based Norman Bates on his relationship to his mother. Ed Gein had a very unhealthy uh, relationship <laughs> to his mom, Obsession. and so yeah, and uh, so they based. You know, there wasn't necessarily the, you know, the pulling off of the skin and all that stuff that, that Hitchcock made, but he did make him dress up in women's clothing, and he had this, you know, just weird connection to his mother, and uh, and I like the original Psycho. I like the, I like the original uh, Psycho. It's, uh, it's not my favorite of the series, but... Right, we've talked about, about that. Yeah. Psycho 2, that's my favorite Right. It's just weird, but... <laughs> Why you know what? It's a I, good movie. <laughs> I don't know, man. But, I don't know, I'm not... It's not how my list as far as, like... Of horror movies, it's not necessarily a top of mine. But as far as, you know, characters based on somebody that's like, I mean, Norman Bates is a weird, you know, creeper character like Dean was. And he's like, you know, kind of a lonely dude and he's out in the middle of nowhere. And I mean, you know. He's he's pretty much Ed Gein just not rednecked out. Yeah, pretty much. That's, yeah. He's a good little southern boy or whatever. And, uh, well, if you don't know the story... Well, the guy has a family hotel, the Bates Motel. Uh, murders happen there, and um, the Ed Gein character, played by Anthony Perkins, Norman Bates, is the creepy son that takes care of this place. Um, but little do people know that his mother... If Spoiler my ass, this movie's been Man, out for fucking... It's 1960. Years. If you haven't seen a Psycho or a version of Psycho... You don't know what it's about, then fuck off. The, Go watch yeah. the movie. Um, <laughs> but... I mean, seriously, come on, psycho. Uh, but they, you know, come to find out his mother is dead and living, you know, and in the house, not living, but in the house. And he talks to her. He talks in her voice. No, man. Yeah. Which is creepy. Yeah. Um, the, uh, uh, he pretty much, he, he, you know, he, he embodies his mother. Like you said, you know, he dresses up and stuff and, and it's, it, that, that's, as fucked up as it is, that that was definitely an Ed Gein trait. I think that Hitchcock, I mean, for back when this was made, you couldn't have like people getting butchered, right? You know, and peeling skin off and shit. It was a big deal when this movie came yeah. out. Yeah, so it's like, and even yeah, this movie was a big deal. Even, yeah, let alone if you could have pushed the limits of like what Gein did. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying. So I think that like Hitchcock knew. Oh well, this is you know this is the best I can get for gay. Like he can't, yeah, you can't. He can't so have people wearing other people's skin and shit. Like there's just no way to do it. And, you know, as far as special effects or just the idea, all the above, you couldn't do it. So, 
you know, this is the closest that 1960 could get to an Ed Gein, yeah. you know, representation pretty much, I think. So that's why I kind of dig it. I, I'm definitely a fan of it. Um, how many tombstones? Uh, I'm sounding like a broken record here, but I'm going to give it another three and a half. They're all kind of like pretty good. Right. You yeah. know, we're not, other than Chainsaw, we're not really hitting any like yeah, right. big monsters for me. So Right, yeah. Uh, I'd probably, I think I'd probably give Psycho, I'd probably give it a three. Probably give it a three. Yeah. Middle of the road, you know. Um, just because, like I said, it's not my favorite of the series. Yeah. But it is a good movie. And it's, yeah. You know. I think the character of uh, Norman Bates is is an awesome character. Like I think Anthony Perkins was awesome. Yeah, man, because he plays the like really nice normal guy, and he can look really demented and really gaunt, right? And, you know, strange looking too. So I think he's a he's a he was a good pick for the role. Yeah, I, I don't. I, it's hard to imagine anybody else playing. Oh Norman man, Bates. especially back then. Yeah, doing weird stuff like this. Like I don't know who you would have got. You know. Yeah. Uh, he Anthony Perkins was Norman Bates, and I think that I don't know that might have been something that actually haunted him up to his his death because he passed away of AIDS, and I can't remember what year. And uh, but he he's been in a lot of like really kind of suspenseful type films. Yeah, uh, he was in uh, oh fuck Murder on the something that oh I can't remember the fucking name of that movie Murder on the Midnight Express or whatever it was a. a no, a female author, mystery author. Not on the Orient Express. That's what it is. Yeah, he was. I think he, he yeah. was. In, he was in that film, and, uh, and oh yeah, they just remade that not too long, a couple years back or something. Yeah, I never yeah. seen. I never seen that one though. But like, I, he's 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 one of my favorites of all time. He's he's very underrated. I think a lot of ways. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, so another good one. You know, we haven't really hit one where it's like complete crap yet on this list no that's what I'm saying they're all like just pretty good you well, know they're pretty much no garbage most of them, yeah. so that's uh, mine what's your next one uh, okay we'll see on my number four is The Entity oh man it's been forever since I've seen that well The Entity was a movie that I uh, I I had not ever seen I'd heard of it never right. seen it and we found it one night and watched it and actually really really enjoyed it um, it's. I watched it when I was in high school, but I can't really remember much about it, to be honest. I mean, well, uh, you know, this 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 family lives in this house. All this stuff starts happening. Um, she's uh, being like raped and beaten by this thing, which is really weird because like the whole like I don't know in that time period because it came out in 1982, yeah, something like 80s. Yeah, and you know it was kind of brutal for for that kind of right. thing because I, I can't remember if it was in theaters or not or if it was a TV movie either way when it came out I know there was there were some issues mm-hmm. and because it is it does have some, some graphic uh, moments in it I, it's pretty creepy there's some ridiculousness in it but you're going to well, really get that well it's from 82 man you got right it's just going to be there but it had some had some dark moments to it uh, that I enjoyed and it, and it is based on a, a family that got pretty much I think I think the thing it haunting them like anywhere, anywhere they went, and they actually at the end of the movie said that she still had hauntings even when she moved away or some shit. Um, but it is based on on an actual situation that uh, that actually took place. Um, I think this one. Uh, I, I what what are your opinions on on it? Man, like I said, I haven't seen it in so long that I mean, I don't know what I can. How many tombstones I can give it when I can't even remember it? You know what I mean, but. Um, I think I'll give it two and a half just because uh, there was there was some moments where I was like, okay, there's no common sense here whatsoever. That's kind right. of stupid. Um, but uh, there was, like I said, overall there were some good creepy parts to it. Um, definitely kind of like, ugh, you know, right? Some some shit like that, and uh, and plus it's a really fucked up story for it to be based on something real. Yeah, true. You know? So whatever. Um, yeah, man. I don't know. I got to fold my vote because I don't like to. Uh... Unless I can remember what's actually going on, I can't talk about it. So I don't know. I got you. I got you. Yeah. What's uh, what's your number four? All right, I put The Exorcist. Okay. All right, 1973. The original. There's been some remakes and some uh, some awful awful ones made in the yeah. You know. Oh yeah. We've talked about Exorcist too. I think on the, uh, the sequels because it's one of the worst horror movies 
in it's, history. It's not good. Anyway, but so the first one, again, like we've said, is not ex- uh, like some of these others. It's not exactly, you know, what had happened. But this, uh, the guy that wrote the story that then went to the movie or whatever, uh, William Peter Blatty. I yeah. guess that's how you pronounce his last name. But anyway, because he he read this story and it was about a fourteen year old boy uh, named Roland, not Reagan. Right. So that's where even the R name, you know, but it was a boy named Roland Doe in St. Louis. And that was, uh, you know. Roland Doe? Yeah. <laughs> D-O-E, man. I'm saying. <laughs> you know? That sounds like a rapper. Uh, well, Roland Doe. Maybe he is now. Uh, I don't you know. That's, that's insane of a name. <laughs> right. Um, but. <laughs> right. But so this, uh, you know, he read the story of this guy getting, uh, or this boy Sorry. getting possessed, you know, getting and having to call in a priest to be exercised in this hospital. And like, yeah. you know, the old priest, you know, the whole kind of setup of the exorcist, according to the story that, you know, Mr. Blatty has uh, found or whatever, um, you know, kind of the setup is the same. It's not a girl in her house. Yeah. It was a boy in a hospital. But that, the, you know, the doctors couldn't do anything and he was speaking in all these different tongues and was, you know, lesions on him that would appear and disappear and all these different things. So it's like, I can't attest to the validity yeah. of any of that happening. But this movie minus, you know, female, you know, male role in the in the location kind of has some roots in, in somebody's reality. I mean, like this, this person, Roland Doe, uh, you know, existed... <laughs> And Orlando, uh, I swear he, it's a rapper. He was in, uh, you know, and he's in St. Louis, so maybe he is. I don't know. And he's part of Nelly's crew up in there. But right. I'm gonna look uh, up and see if there's a rapper, there. right? But and I like The Exorcist. I'm a big fan of the movie. I got uh, the poster on the wall. Right, I'm, I'm a fan. It's um, it's an iconic movie to me, and it was uh, the fact that it's based at least loosely on a real event. You know, the the priests were different, and who knows what actually transpired but the fact that a hospital called some priests yeah you know to exercise this 14 year old boy really happened so to yeah. me that lends some validity to to watching the movie and it wasn't pazuzu and uh you right. know no telling what the outcome or what this boy was talking about or whatever but you know to me it has some interest when it's rooted in in some kind of reality yeah, the, uh, the the original Exorcist. It, you know, like I said, I got the pic, I got my poster over there on the wall, yeah. uh, which kind of creeps me out sometimes. Um, but that, there's that's that's a very iconic horror film. Oh man, when it came out, I mean, my aunt tells me stories like she was watching the theater and was just like so freaked out or scared, but like she couldn't get up. You know, it was just like almost in shock at what she had seen that's on the theater. Crazy. You know, yeah. and like. I can't even imagine a movie doing that to me now. We've been so desensitized to stuff and like yeah. everything is so over the top that, you know, in uh, 73, you're sitting down and watching a movie and the exorcist explodes. I mean, she's, her head's, you know, spinning and it's a little girl. Oh man. And if, you know, in the theater, it was the uncut version, you know, so it's just full out. And if you haven't seen that, then uh, check that out. But <laughs> memorable moments for the exorcist. <laughs> Uh, pea soup vomiting, uh, cross masturbatory uh, cursings, yeah, um, and also a demon child telling uh, a preacher that his mother sucks cock in hell. I mean, that sums it up. Watching That's, that, you know, it, yeah, completely mind blown in 1973 in a the theater. Seeing this little girl being a complete monster. Oh, yeah. You know, but that's why it, it freaked people out. It scared people. It still scares people. It's, you know, it's, uh, and people, possession movies. That's a big deal. You know, it's like, yeah. That's, that gets under a lot of people's skin that don't necessarily care or fuck yeah. with other horror movies. It's that something takes over your body. Yeah. You know, like an alien or a parasite or a demon or whatever, but it's like, there's something that sticks in people's brains about taking over. Yeah your body not being in control of your own actions that just kind of just scares people I think in a like a primal way there's there's a lot of people that, that, I've, that I've known before that when it comes down to they, they won't they love horror films but they won't watch possession movies yeah it's the one it's the one type of film that really does bother people yeah uh, genre I guess yeah possession film you know uh, and this when it came down to it, that, that this one, I, I think The Exorcist is the 
the bad mamma jamma of them all. Yeah, man, it's the one that started the whole deal. There wouldn't be no Emily Rose and all this, uh, right? You know, conjurings and all, all these types of movies necessarily right, yeah. without without uh, the Exorcist. Without the Exorcist. And uh, whenever we talk about movies, I guess like the third movies in, in franchises. Eventually, we'll talk about the third Exorcist. Oh movie. yeah, because it's back to being good. Yeah, because that's yeah. <laughs> they made that one movie after it sucked, and then it got good again. Yeah, they they're really they're really interesting as they went on for the most part. But the third one's the last really good one, in my opinion. Yeah, and part two is so bad. And so it, it's garbage. So yeah, that one would just watch the first one, skip the second one completely, and pick up on the third one. It's uh, it's a good little lead off. So. All right, so this is the point right now. We're going to take a short break, check out some music, and we'll be back in a minute to tell you our fifth choices on our list and talk about our honorable mentions. Catch you in a minute. Welcome back. I'm Chuck Nasty. This is Whitman. Must mean you were still listening to Graveyard Talk. Um, And we were discussing uh, horror films that are uh, locked in some type of reality, Uh, either if it was based on actual events that went on or if it's an event made up to kind of remind us of that certain thing. Right, taken from it. Yeah, yeah. right. That drew big influence on shit. And, well, we left off a minute ago was to our our, our fifth choices of, of, of our uh, list here, which really isn't any, any crazy no, order. I didn't put mine in a favorite order, but... Right, yeah. Just ones I like. Right, yeah. Um, so... We're on our, our number fives now, and this is weird, but both of ours have to do with serial killers. Why don't you Imagine. talk about yours first? Because well, you've been mentioned quite a few as times. As we've uh, said, at least, uh, what, uh, Chainsaw and Psycho, all right, the actual movie called Ed Gein, yeah. right, is uh, came out in 2000. Uh, it's kind of pretty much under the radar. It didn't get a, It was a, a low budget, but it was... You know, it's shot small, so it's well acted. It's an intimate movie. It's not. It doesn't have to have a big budget. It's uh, it's one of the most I think accurate portrayals of. Uh, I like it. You know, of the actual man Ed Gein. Yeah. Uh, it's played by a guy named Steve Railsback, and uh, he he acts like him. He looks like him. He does look like him. He just uh, you know like great his hair you know and like he just if you've watched. When again got arrested and like some interviews with him and stuff, he looks and acts like this guy. Yeah. I mean, the, Steve Railsback did a killer job, and uh, I remember watching this in high school. It came out in two thousand, and mm-hmm. you know, studied serial killer stuff since I was little. Looked at, through them, and so, I mean, and just seeing this movie, and it's a slow movie. It's not like a big crazy horror film. Like I said, it keeps it real life. He only kills two people in the whole movie. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's basically just him living at his farmhouse being super weird uh making like coffee can drums out of human skin and like yeah. you know having fantasies about his mom and and just being super weird at Gein. so it's like <laughs> the movie as far as like pace is pretty slow but as far as realistic to kind of how he was and kind of the the setup and what he did it was i mean it's spot on you know he talks yeah. about his brother and like seeing him like uh you know, harvest hogs, like split them and, you know, all this stuff. So that's how he knows how to like cut meat. Yeah. Is from watching his, his brother, uh, you know, everybody uh, in town thought that, that he was just a weird guy, but he, yeah, kind of slow. He would never hurt you. Yeah. I mean, because he just, you know, he's just old Ed. He just, you know, comes into the bar, drinks a beer too, goes home. I mean, just normal kind of farm life. And it's uh, babysit kids. Yeah. The whole movie is, you know, pretty accurate. So to me, it's, uh, you know, it's just like a step into Ed Gein's life, and it's uh, yeah, it was good. There's one point where where the cops ask Ed Gein uh, if they had seen one of the girls that was killed. Yeah, and he's like, "Oh yeah, she's down, she's down in my barn." And like, ha 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 ha, you're so funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah it, it, that is a really good one. He just plays it off so well, and it's like, I, I don't know, man. It's uh, a lot of these other movies get kind of hyped up or they're kind of I mean I love him but yeah. Kane Hodder oh uh, yeah his movie Ed Gein I don't even know what they were thinking I mean Kane Hodder is an icon he is awesome but this yeah. movie is garbage and it's nothing like what Ed Gein was Kane Hodder is a huge dude I mean he's a big guy yeah 
and Ed Gein was a little bitty guy. Like, just the casting doesn't make sense to put Kane there, except for the fact that he's Kane Hodder. Like, it didn't really try to keep it true to any sort of... Uh, I would say somebody had, had, like, an in to Kane Hodder and was like, Oh, hey. yeah. Well, and, I mean, Kane's an awesome, like, horror actor. Yeah. He just shouldn't have been Ed Gein. No, not at all. You know, no, like, that was, was so just... Bad. You know, so... But watch the, watch the 2000 one, not the, like, 2005 or something. I don't know. Like you that, know, yeah. but... Um, yeah, it's uh, good. Yeah, yeah, I like I like that. Uh, the Kane Hodder one. Don't don't check don't it out. don't watch the Kane Hodder. Watch Jason if right. you want to see some good Kane Hodder stuff. Yeah, uh, you know. What? How many tombstones would you give? Ed Gein for me, probably a four. I yeah. like it a lot. Maybe even four and a half. I like that movie a lot, but it's it's a slow, weird movie. But I go with four on it. Yeah, I'll give it. Final answer is a four. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I'll give it a four. It's, that's a good watch. It, it is kind of slow, but at the same point. So was he. I mean, it, it, he's not a serial killer. It's entertaining so. pretty much from the beginning, though. Yeah, it's it's yeah. got good pace. It's just slow. I mean, it's like the day in the life of anybody. It's like, well, you just go to work and you go to your house right. and you just do your shit. So it's just like that. I mean, but Edgine is weird. So when he goes home, he's eating soup out of a skull. You know, I mean, he's you know eating, everybody's got their normality. Yeah, right. So you just see how normal his weirdness was. Yeah, because it was nothing to him. No, nothing at all. You have bones all over your kitchen, and that's that's kind of some of the scenes that we throw back again to Chainsaw. Yeah. Some of the scenes of just like bones around the kitchen and just weird shit made out of bones and skin. All that comes from Ed Gein's real house. Like when they raided him, yeah. you know, they found coffee cans made of drums. They found a belt made of nipples. Uh, they had, uh, I mean, like all kinds of this, like just weird artifacts he made out of but all this from like dug up humans. Yeah. You know, I mean the two people he killed, but mostly from grave robbing. So I mean, all honesty, I mean he was kind of an artist, don't you think? Well maybe. He was he was a bit of an artist. Maybe that's why I like him. It appeals to the to the artist in I mean I, he, I mean you know, if if old Eddie would have just might have chose a different type of leather or something to work with. But you know, maybe his art was in the body. Just keep with grave digging. Yeah. If he just wouldn't have killed those two people? He right. just dug up every grave in uh, Wisconsin or wherever he's at, but yeah, yeah. But you never know the guy that because there's I've read a whole list a, of like the shit they found. Yeah, and man, it's like Jesus piles Christ. of stuff, weird stuff. It's like you just like well, there's a part in the movie where he's got like the suit on, yeah, and all that, like you know, dancing out in the yard, like banging on that, you know, completely yeah. crazy shit. Yeah, like it's yeah, that's that's real life, folks. Yeah, I, I would not doubt that at all that he did that. Oh man, you know, maybe some of those scenes. Were, you know, but he lived way out when his mom died and his brother, he was the only one there in that farmhouse way out in the boonies. Yeah. I mean, you can get as wild as you want. Nobody even knows. So if you're out in some dead guy's skin and you're banging on a drum, you know, made make, out of skin. Make sure you're out in the middle of nowhere. I mean, it worked for Ed. Yeah, it worked for Ed. <laughs> for a little while. For a while. Don't for kill while. nobody. Right. Um, so we, we each PSA, give, don't kill nobody. Yeah, right, yeah. So we each give that one four. Yeah. Okay, cool. We'll look at four. Uh, my my fifth one actually, like we said, was also a serial killer, or in the killer perspective, this guy was an actual serial killer. Yeah, yeah. Um, one of the worst. Um, fucking Gacy, yeah. The, the film Gacy um, about he he has to be like in the Mount Rushmore serial killers of John Wayne Gacy. Yeah, he did it for so long and like under the radar, you know, and like he was he was a fucking asshole of an individual. Yeah. You know, uh, his whole story is pretty, it's creepified like a motherfucker. <laughs> I mean, it, the weird thing about, about him was like, you know, John Wayne Gacy grew up and, you know, his dad never accepted him, all that shit. Like, you know, he was always kind of a mama's boy, whatever, kind of confused about his sexuality at different points in his life, yeah. shit like that. But as he got older, like, you know, he was, he was friends with a lot of people that were like high up on the, on the roster, government officials and shit of that nature. And, uh, and, um, you know, so he, I mean, he even, you know, there was this whole thing with being like Pogo the Clown was that he would dress up like a clown and, uh, uh, go to these parties and shit. And, and, you know, everybody just thought that, that Gacy was just this fun loving guy, whatever. What they didn't realize was that Gacy, uh, he hired a lot of young dudes yeah. to work for him. And it's like, like yard work and, uh, just, yeah. And he started killing them off. Like, uh, you know, he would trick some of them with, you know, drugs and, and alcohol and whatever. And then he would 
do really bad things to him, but he'd always get him with like the handcuff trick and different like little tricks and yeah. stuff. Which how stupid do you have to be to do that? I'm sorry, that's just no way. But <laughs> you know, but he he also was the one that that had buried his 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 victims it's underneath his house, space, and, yeah, like underneath his house. <clears throat> uh, you know, like Walter White had money and shit buried underneath his. Well, John Wayne Gacy, well, he was the one that originally stored shit in the fucking like you know dirt. Um, they found like. They found I most of the bodies. It was thirty yeah. something. I was to say it was up there in the numbers, but I can't remember how many. But which he always said <laughs> he always hinted there was more. Yeah. Um, but they found because he had like I guess he had buried a few of them out somewhere else, and they ended up finding those there or some shit. But it was like it was like twenty or thirty something that they found underneath his house. Um, in the film version of it, uh, they there's a few things that that aren't exactly like what what was said to have gone on. But it gets the point across. Uh, like Ed Gein, this one is one of the better like serial killer movies that came out yeah. that like you know, fifteen year period where like they had a new serial killer movie. Out. Yeah, um, some of them are good, some of them are crap. Yeah, they had a Night Stalker movie that was garbage. Oh my god, they had a Danny Trey, that, Trey was in there. I mean, there's a bunch of just like in that same period that was just yeah. garbage. But these two, the Night Stalker one was so bad. It was terrible. I, Dahmer wasn't wasn't horrible. No, it, was it wasn't. Right. But it. It's still, there were things about it that were kind of yeah. annoying, you know. But I, I thought this one was really good. It actually uh, has the guy, can't remember his name, uh, but he was in Teen Wolf. Yeah. He was a chubbier guy, uh, and that was one of, like, the, you know, Michael J. Fox's, like, schoolmates. Right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, he plays Gacy in this movie. Yeah, he does an awesome job. He does an awesome job. He kind of looks like him. I mean, they cast him well. <laughs> right, yeah. That he... Uh, he can be kind of an asshole, yeah. But he's believable, you know. Right, yeah. Uh, and also the thing, another thing about Gacy though, the actual guy Gacy, that made this like just that kind of pinpoint his kind of like mentality was what he said right before they like you know put him in the electric chair or whatever or before they, before he died. Yeah. Is they said, "Do you have any lessons to say?" And he's like, "Kiss my ass," you know. Yeah. He was such an asshole, and also like you know he was. Uh, he became friends with old G.G. Allen. Of course. And G.G. Allen and him would get together yeah. and, and uh, talk about really horrible things, which I can only imagine. Um, which, of course, that if you've ever seen the hated documentary of G.G. Allen, uh, it opens up with a, a, a quote from John Wayne Gacy. Um, but, yeah, he was an asshole. Probably yeah. one of the worst, <laughs> honestly. Yeah. Interesting cat, but also kind of a... Yeah, like I always thought, just like looking at him, he just looked like a creeper, right? You know, like he just uh, creeps me out. And Duder does a good job, like definitely. Like we were talking about a second ago. Yeah, man. Um, he plays Gacy superbly. Yeah, he does. I would, I'd probably give this one. Uh, I'd probably give it at least three, three stars. Or yeah. three stars, but three uh, tombstones. Three tombstones. I like this tombstone thing, by the way. Yeah, it works. why not? Right? It works. It works. I think. Uh, yeah, I'm with you on that because it's good. I mean, it could have been better, but I mean, yeah. for what it is, yeah, I'm giving it a three. Word. Uh, yeah. So that's our list on uh, rea- reality based horror films, there I you guess go. you could say. Yeah. There's many ways you can word that. Yeah. Uh, we each have an honorable mention, though. Um, just to kind of throw out there that that didn't really make the list doesn't mean that it doesn't belong on like on a certain list just not on this one. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I, mine was a Wolf Creek, which is about the, yeah that was almost in mine. I like it. Um, I can't remember the serial killer it's based on. No, um, but in Australia, you know, guy was getting people and uh, torturing them and killing them, and it's one of the weirdest fucking things because he ends up getting his own goddamn show on Shutter, like. The, the not the actual guy obviously but the guy like the show it's like a show on Shutter now yeah. it's like it's an actual like series about this fucking crazy ass Australian dude uh, but it's it's like it's not a bad movie the yeah. second one eh, I wouldn't I wouldn't put it that I didn't much, watch that one but the first one's alright first one's pretty good I like the first one yeah I like the dude that plays uh, plays that plays him yeah, yeah. I can't remember his name Mick yeah maybe. but oh my my honorable mention is uh, Fire in the Sky. I think I talked about it on the uh, the lake episode. Yeah. Right? The weird shit in the woods type of stuff. And, uh, 
you know, yeah, it's an alien movie, but there's some scenes in it that's pretty horrific. And this guy, it's based on, you know, at least his perception of reality, his yeah. story. Uh, you know, guy named uh, Travis Walton that supposedly yeah. got abducted by these aliens and probed and got all fucked up. So, uh, probed him. I mean, you know, whatever. I don't know what happened to this poor guy, but he believes it, or and he's still sticking to that story. So, if uh, you know, you want to be weirded out, uh, Fire in the Sky. That's a good one. Pretty. In- I mean, it's it's more of a horror movie than a than a sci-fi. You know, it's yeah, it's aliens, but it's basically this dude's. You know, he's out in the woods, and it's just. Yeah. I mean, it's like. It's pretty. Know. I mean, it's a pretty terrifying like thing to have happen. To oh yeah, man. Get sucked up in a ship and just like. Anally probe. I mean, no tell them. No pull, thanks, man. Pull your eyeballs out and put them back in or some I mean, shit. Yeah. I don't know. This uh, toy just like take you apart. And right. Make you like Humpty Dumpty or some shit. Who knows? Frankenstein. Frankenstein. <laughs> right. So that, that's my honorable. And it wasn't on my list because I've already talked about it. But it's, uh, if you haven't seen it and you like aliens, I mean, at least it's based on, uh, you know, a guy's true account. It's not just, uh, you know, Predator or some weird shit that, right, you know, yeah. it's at least some guy's, uh, like I said, his story. So yeah. So there you have it. Yeah. Is there anything else that we want to talk about? Whatever. I don't know, man. That's our list. Uh, got everybody checking checking stuff out. The art page and the Nasty Nation and the the website and. Don't forget uh, two guys, one crypt. Which uh, the most recent episode, I uh, wasn't able to be on it, but uh, it was a good episode regardless. Um, Check that show out. Uh, we do it every couple of weeks. So, yeah, keep an eye on that shit. And I think that's it. That's it, man. That's it, man. All right, cool. Till the next time. We'll talk to you later, man.